Hey guys, in case you missed our announcement from the last episode, we celebrated World Kindness Day with the launch of our first ever Society of Kind Humans t-shirt. Every purchase will benefit hashtag 1000BlackGirlBooks, an initiative founded by Marley Diaz. Marley is a 14-year-old student who started her campaign to collect and donate books with Black female protagonists. If you want to learn more about Marley's story, we featured her on our previous episode. You might want to check it out. We launched this campaign with Marley in mind. Our shirt is a perfect gift for yourself and for the kind humans in your life this holiday season. We are only selling this until December 2nd, so make sure to grab one. Go on our online shop at sincerelyhuman.com store. Link is in our show notes. When The Bachelor gave me the platform, it felt like it was a very selfish pursuit. And so doing The Bachelor, doing a reality show that's based on yourself, it's a very selfish pursuit. There's a lot of eyes on you. They're pumping you up. They're telling you these great things. They're also criticizing you. And so there was a moment where I called my buddy and I said, I can't do this anymore because I'm not somebody that can carry the weight of fame. And he told me, he goes, there's nobody that's meant to be famous, not one. He goes, it's what you do with the fame that matters. At that moment, I realized that there were some really great things. There were some world-changing things that we could do with the platform that I had been gifted. So you might have heard of a show called The Bachelor. It's an incredibly popular TV show that currently reaches over 6 million viewers. For its 20th season back in 2016, the world was introduced to a guy named Ben Higgins. Ben came from a small town in Warsaw, Indiana. When he joined The Bachelor, his life was never the same. But what a lot of people may not know about Ben is that he works tirelessly to turn the spotlight on someone else. He created a movement filled with purpose. It's a movement that let him step out of his own fame in order to change lives. This is the story of Ben Higgins, president and co-founder of Generous International. This is Camille. And this is Maverick. And this is Sincerely Human, a podcast that tells stories of kindness in action from the lens of today's most inspiring humans. Growing up, Ben says his hometown was like this little isolated utopia. Worse, Indiana is a tremendous place to grow up. It is in the heart of Indiana. It is actually the orthopedic capital of the world. So the culture of the community is interesting. There's like five massive headquarters for orthopedic companies in this small town of 9,000. And growing up, basketball, sports, football, golf was huge. Also, I lived on the lake, so kind of hanging out on the lake was a big deal. There's a lot of friends, a lot of sports, a lot of time spent outside. So that pretty much paints a picture of Ben's great childhood. His parents also happened to be part of a small group in church. And one trip they took Ben on made a huge impact on him. Such a huge impact that he had to go back years later for what I would say is some unfinished business. I always have to preface this because 
I really do think that every faith practice brings a lot to the table. It offers a ton. But unless I clearly state that I am a believer in Jesus, like none of this really makes sense. And you're probably going to wonder what in the world, where is this coming from? Yeah. Where is this all coming from? I grew up in a Methodist town and those values were just entrenched into me. There was a moment at an early age where they had to become my own. I had to actually figure out if I actually believed this, if this was true or if it wasn't. This sort of awakening happened to Ben at 15 years old. With his parents, Ben went to Honduras in Central America, a country where more than 60% of the population live in poverty. And on this trip, my worldview was rocked. I had gone from living in a very wealthy town, less than 1% unemployment rate, to then going to one of the most, at the time Honduras was the poorest country in the world, and seeing that, and the dichotomy of what I was used to growing up seeing, my worldview then, and then my worldview and how much it was rocked seeing the people and the poverty in Honduras, it changed my world forever. But like some stories we know, there are plot twists. For Ben, we can sum it up in two parts, a girl and a show. I had a girlfriend in college and she broke up with me my senior year. I was, after college, pretty convinced that at 22, I was ready to get married, settle down, have kids, live in Indiana, and work a normal, traditional job that was offered to me. And that pursuit is not bad. It's worked for some of my best friends and my family. But what my girlfriend at the time told me, she goes, what you're saying you're going to be doing isn't who I know you to be. You've lost your it factor. Ooh, that sounds harsh. But it's been one of the best things anybody said to me. Side note, she and Ben are still friends today. At that time, it took me back because I'm an only child. And one of my biggest concerns was I would grow up to be that stereotypical only child who goes back home, can't leave his family, who is dependent on his parents for the rest of his life. And he fits into their world, but he never really creates a world of his own. And I've always had this urge to be unique, to cause a ruckus in whatever world I was operating in. And so what she was really saying was, who I know you to be is not who you're saying you're going to be after college, and you're going to settle for something that I know you're not. In an attempt to prove his ex wrong, Ben moved to Peru in South America. He eventually came back to the U.S. and found a job in Denver, Colorado. All good, right? Well... And it hit me at that point that I was alone, I was lonely, I was brokenhearted, and that she wasn't wrong in what she told me. And one of my coworkers was walking by my desk one day, and she looked at me and she said, you're the saddest 25-year-old I've ever seen. Like, you have no friends out here. You do nothing on the weekends. Like, you've got to start shaking life up a bit. Cue plot twist number two. She said, if I sign you up for this reality television show that I love and they call you, will you answer? And I said, I would. And she did. She signed me up. A week later, I got a phone call. And it felt at the time like it was bringing something new into my life that I didn't know could exist. What this show brought to Ben's life was over a million people. And that's just counting Instagram. People who watch his every move and listen to what he has to say. I was already involved in an organization called Humanity and Hope United that my buddy started when I was around 21 years old. So I'd already been involved in that. When The Bachelor gave me the platform, it felt like doing The Bachelor, doing a reality shows based on yourself. It's a very selfish pursuit. There's a lot of eyes on you. 
And so there was a moment where I called my buddy and I said, I can't do this anymore because I'm not somebody that can carry the weight of fame. And he told me, he goes, there's nobody that's meant to be famous, not one. He goes, it's what you do with the fame that matters. And that moment I realized that there were some really great things. There were some world changing things that we could do with the platform that I had been gifted. And that's when my pursuit started to be less about myself, but more about educating and pointing people to the injustices that are facing people around the world today. And this realization of using your platform for good led Ben to a new venture called Generous. So Generous International is now the company that I am the president of. We created it two years ago. It's been an amazing, amazing pursuit. And uh, what Generous is, is this. We import products from the developing world with stories behind them. So for example, our t-shirts are made in Haiti out of plastic bottles by single mothers. Our coffee is single origin, it's traceable, it's specialty grade, and it's imported here to the States. Our coffee mugs are handmade, they go to clean water projects in Central Africa, same with our bracelets. We have bags that are handmade in Guatemala. We have a whole list. You see, when it comes to doing good and helping people, Ben's in it for the long run. Remember that trip he took to Honduras when he was 15? On this trip, we went down with the idea that we're going to hand out food boxes to people in need, and we're going to tell them about Jesus, and then we're going to leave. Well, that's a great idea when you're in the church, but it doesn't really bring any lasting change to the people that you're serving. Ben says so much good came out of that trip, and his own life was drastically changed. But what about the people in the places they visited? So on this trip, we go down, we pass out these boxes, then we leave. The next year we went down and the people were in the same predicament. They were still poor. They still lacked water. They still lacked food. They still lacked shelter. They still lacked education and healthcare. And I left that trip angry. One, angry at God. Two, angry at the birth lottery that I had won and they had lost. And then also just angry at myself in general for participating in this thing that was lifting me up. But really not doing any benefit to anybody else. And I wasn't smart enough at the time to figure out what it was I was feeling, but my buddy was. Ben's buddy is named Riley. And he called me one day and he said, I have this idea. What if we started to help people in these communities find jobs, not by telling them what they need or giving them what they need, but asking them, what do they dream of? What do they need? What do they want? And how can we help? And we allow them to guide us by working alongside of them to help them accomplish the goals that they have. So for example, we'll go in and highlight a community. We'll work with them for 10 years is one of our communities. We'll help the men and women find jobs. We'll either help them build small businesses or we'll help them find jobs in the community. We'll then help them find education so they can pay for the education. We'll help find them healthcare so they can pay for the healthcare. And with that, culture never changes. But they now have an empowerment. They now see what their lives can become, and they've guided it the whole time. It's a bold vision, yes. But it doesn't mean it can't be done. And so Humanity and Hope United was started with the idea that we could help them build a sustainable future, that there was actually missions and benefit to us going down there, not as the heroes, but as the friends and the family to work with them. So what Humanity Hope now does is offer a solution, offer a sustainable future for the people of Honduras and hopefully one day all over Central America. So Generous then came about because three years ago after The Bachelor, our fundraising had 
tripled during my time on The Bachelor. The advocacy of being in The Bachelor was one of the coolest things for us as an organization internally. It helped us grow. But as you can imagine, as you grow, we expand into new communities. But with expansion comes its own set of challenges, like additional costs for operation and staffing, among others. We knew the long-term future of me helping the organization triple their fundraising year over year was not sustainable. And so we had to find a sustainable fundraising source. And that's where Generous came in. We started Generous the idea that we could sell products, donate them back to the nonprofits, not just Humanity and Hope United, but with Humanity and Hope United always being our main beneficiary and help these nonprofits do what they do best, which is pursue the mission that they set out to pursue and allow us to take care of the boring, dirty stuff, which is fundraising and operations. That's where Generous came in, and we've had a blast doing it. It's been an incredible journey for us. Generous has had 200 ambassadors who advocate and help spread their mission. And through the products they sell, they were able to donate over $30,000 in the last year and a half. We don't like to call ourselves for-profit. We call ourselves a for-purpose company. And I think that could be a new wave of the future. On the podcast, we've shared stories from businesses that make a difference through their nonprofit partners. For-purpose brands. Brands like Away, Bombas, Jonas Paul Eyewear, to name a few. Surprisingly, I think when you start a company that's for-purpose, you would think that the messaging would be easy and that the buy-in would be easy. But it's oftentimes tough to convince people that a business motivated in altruism is actually a worthy pursuit and something that people should purchase from. I think people, they all have the injustices that they see need to be fought in the world. Everybody's angry about something. And that's pretty good in a sense that everybody has a passion that they want to help fix. And so you're really isolating a large amount of people to say, if you're focused on clean water, what if clean water isn't a need that some people see need to be fixed? What if theirs is education? Where they're not going to be likely to purchase from you. So that's been tough is to make sure that your messaging and marketing is bringing in the masses because as a for-profit company, you need a lot of people to commit to buying your products. Whether you're a social entrepreneur running your own nonprofit or you're just one person trying to change the world, your journey could be filled with challenges. In spite of what lies ahead, keep in mind that there are people out there who are willing to take the ride with you. But the first thing you need to do is ask. In fact, one of my goals for 2020 would be to bring a network together for purpose business owners to help kind of get an idea of how we can help each other together. I believe that when the best people are behind organizations that are fighting injustice around the world, real change can happen. In the world we live in, there's always an issue, an overwhelming problem that we feel needs to be addressed. It was hard for us to take a step back and celebrate any of the successes that we're having because there's always a new injustice. There's always something that's not allowing humans to be their best selves. So one practice I have is that I believe based on my faith and based on looking around the world is that every person matters. Every person has a story and that story is worth hearing and that story is worth sharing and that story is going to make an impact in this world somehow, some way. It came to me one day that I needed to tell our organization one thing. That if one person's life is changed for the better through the help of Generous, then it's all been worth it because that's how valuable each person is. And I think when you have these organizations that are making massive impacts, that are bettering the lives of humans all around the world, 
that if you're a parent and your kid looks at you and they feel a little bit more confident or they feel a little bit more accepted or one of your friends has been suffering and you're the ear that they've told this to and you can make them feel a little bit more loved, that that moment matters and it should be celebrated. If you want to learn more about Ben's work at Generous, please check out generousmovement.com. Also, if you're out in Denver, you might want to stop by one of the Generous coffee shops. There's one in Golden, Colorado and one in South Denver. Have amazing coffee that makes an enormous difference in people's lives. And who knows, you might even catch Ben on your coffee run. That's it for today's episode. If you want to hear more stories of kindness and people doing good in the world, please don't forget to subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter for updates and other exciting announcements. All the links are in our show notes. And lastly, we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we just want you to know that we're incredibly grateful for all of you. Remember, be good to one another. This show is produced by Human Group Media, an award-winning social good podcast company. Human Group Media works with thought leaders, brands, and organizations to inspire social change through the power of audio storytelling.